What's going on? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks. Like I've said before in my last videos, I've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of not just narrative storytelling, but self-help, self-guided, self-meditation books that really allow me to open up my mind and allow me to gain new insights on my day-to-day -day life. Reading has allowed me to explore my imagination, to widen my state of mind, to develop new insights and new knowledge on how I perceive the world. And these books that I share with you, whether they're narrative or whether they're self-guided or self-help books, really have uh, done a lot for me, especially during these dark and dire times. This pandemic has put everyone in a you know, nasty, negative, sad mood. But books like this, for example, The Power of Now, um, written by Eckhart Tolle, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with it, and if you're, if you're not, this is a very popular book. Um, a lot of people are recommending it uh, to me and online, you see it everywhere. The Power of Now, as it says on the cover, is a guide to a spiritual enlightenment. And what that means is we are too focused on either the past or the future. A lot of us, including myself, I am not guilt-free of this, um, we do not enjoy the present because the present, if you really think about it, is all we have. In this video, as I will discuss, my lessons and my takes on this book is all that we should focus on, is all that we should care about. If you find yourself focusing on the past and future and not so much the present, well, these are some great ways you can start in having the best life possible. We stress when we think about our past. We're anxious when we think about our future. But what the book helps you to realize is that the past and the future don't exist. As humans, because of our high intelligence, we are able to remember and assign value to moments that happened in the past. Yet, to the other animals on the planet, to the other humans that we don't even know of, to the universe, to time itself, it means nothing. Depending on our past, depending how much it hurts us, depending how much it uplifts us, we weigh importance on it. But in the grand scheme of things, if you really think about it, the past does not exist only the here and the now. Yesterday or the day before or last year, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever have you, doesn't exist. Okay, it's written down. Okay, it's maybe photographed. But we allow for that to happen. We created the technology. We created compartments in our mind, memory passageways to think about those moments. But if it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for our mind, if it wasn't for these pieces of technology that capture the moment, like what I'm doing right now with this camera, we allow for the past to exist based on our memory, based on our decisions, based on the things we create. But you take away all those things. If someone were to plop down in a million years and the human race was extinguished, how would they know what you did on September 19th, 2006? How would they know? The future can be said for the same thing. You're worried about getting that job. You're worried about getting um, married. You're worried about having a child. Why are you worried? The future doesn't exist. And I'll tell you why. In this pandemic, we have people, okay, that have had hopes and dreams. And not to get dark here, but I'm trying to make a point. I'm sure they had visions of the future and what they aspire to be especially a lot of young people that are now dying from this horrible pandemic, but they have lost their lives. And I'm sure their dream of, let's say, being an NFL football player did not happen because they didn't get to be yet because of this horrible death. All that we have now is the present moment. 
their futures unfortunately don't exist. And the best way that I was able to comprehend that was to think of a dark place where I have all these hopes and dreams and not that I'm gonna prevent myself from getting there, but all I have is right now. Five years from now, 10 years from now, when I imagine myself doing something else, it doesn't exist yet. All I have right now is this moment, talking to you, discussing the lessons that I took from this book. That's all I have. Be in the present entirely. Show up, be in the moment, enjoy whatever or wherever you're at, who you are, what you're doing, who you're with. I myself have been in moments, have been in situations, whether they're social events or you know work events, whatever have you. I have been not present in the moment. I've been always thinking about my agenda. What am I gonna to do tomorrow? What am I gonna to eat tonight? And as humans, it's, it's normal. We're, we're gonna have those tendencies. It's, it's not gonna go away, but we can control those aspects. And again, being there totally is just being present, understanding that this is all we have, the now, this is all we have right now. We don't know what could happen to us in a minute or five minutes or 10 minutes. So just enjoy, be present, make your mind present in the moment. Don't be thinking about your past. Definitely don't be thinking about what's gonna happen in the future. Just focus and enjoy yourself because there's been a lot of times I myself have not really enjoyed um, the company I'm with. There have been many times before this pandemic where when I was with my family or we were out to dinner, I was always thinking about what am I gonna do when I go home? What am I gonna do tomorrow? I gotta plan this, I gotta do that. And while it's you know, important to be productive or proactive and always you know, figure out what you could do, it's very important to also be present in the moment and be present with who um, you care about and love. And during this pandemic, it has helped me a lot because it's helped me to realize I can be in the moment, I can be present with the people I care about, my parents, my mom, my sister, and my dad. And whether we're watching a movie, whether we're at the dinner table, um, enjoying a meal, having conversation, that's the moment, that's, that moment is king. Everything else does not exist. Everything else can go away because all you have is that moment, whether it's little, whether it's big, it's important that you enjoy it. And if you can't be present in the moment, the book suggests three things. You move away, you make a change, or you accept it. And the idea here is that you're in control of your life, you're in control of the moment. If that dinner party is not going your way and you're not happy with it, fine. But you have those three options. You can either move away from it, you can make a change, change your mood, change your perspective to make it more interesting for yourself, or just accept that it's a boring dinner party. The idea though, again, is to be present in that moment, that dinner party, because that is all that's happening right now. Not the past and not the future. You thinking about that more interesting dinner party in the past will not do you any good. Focus on the dinner party that's happening right now. The acceptance of your present should not be seen as weak, passive, pathetic. As the book argues, acceptance is coming to terms with the moment and identifying how you are going to proceed. Like I was explaining before about the dinner party. If it's boring, if it's not going your way, you're identifying the moment, you're accepting it, but you're identifying ways to proceed, whether you decide to stay or decide to leave. They always say it's important to be self-aware in anything you do. Well, that is embracing your present moment because you chose it for yourself. Whatever decision you make in the moment, in the now, the present, 
You are the ultimate decider of what will happen next. You dictate the future and you choose to abandon the past. As a filmmaker, there was a time when I would always think about the end result. I would always think about being on that red carpet, making it to Los Angeles, um, having my film be seen by millions. And it only was until recently when I understood that I must be self-aware. I must realize that I still have a lot of talent I must inherit, a lot of skills that I must build on, a lot of connections, a lot of networking that I must do. And becoming self-aware in my present moment, which is who I was or who I am now, I should say, makes me understand, makes it easier to know that that goal is still possible, but it's not possible unless I focus on today. And today is to build my craft, to build my connections, to make my storytelling the best it is so that I have the potential, I have um, the option, the chance <laughs> to get to that place where I wanna go. And when you do this, it brings so much peace, clarity, and energy back to your mind. This is a common thing, and I know it feels like people like myself just bash it in your head that you must think positive. Because I know, I know that feeling. And it, don't worry, it's normal to constantly be thinking of negative thoughts because we are naturally wired that way. It's just part of our evolution. However, we can still diminish its effects. We can still choose to think positively or more positively, whether it's through our aura or energy to just embrace change and optimism and feeling good about who we are. I do this best by, like I discussed in my earlier videos, writing things down. I write down what I'm grateful for, what I'm um, happy I have, I possess, whether it's material things, whether it's um, people that are my friends, my family that I love, that I care about. By doing this, by showing that you're grateful, it brings more positive energy to your life. I can't tell you, I can't stress enough that when you're negative, and I know there are times, especially now during this pandemic, it's very hard to find a lot of positive things, but there are still positives in your life. If you're able to watch this video, if you're able to be on YouTube, positive is, is that you have the technology, you have internet. I know that might sound funny, but a lot of people don't even have internet. They probably just have food or water if they're lucky. This method of writing down what I'm grateful for, writing down the positives in my life, rewires anything that might feel negative or any time a negative thought will come through my mind, I'll look at it, I'll accept it, because if we resist it, it'll come back even stronger. But I allow it to resonate in my head, I allow it to sit there. And then I start to distract myself, I start to do something else. Or I start to ask myself, why am I thinking about this negative thought? Why is it in my head? Why am I worried about something that I can't control or something that doesn't exist? Again, the past or the future. And many times we have negative thoughts because of our past and future, not because of the moment right now. How many times were you at an event or you're out with family or friends and you're maybe uh, in a bad mood? That bad mood, maybe it could have been what happened in the present, but sometimes you might be thinking about what happened the night before, or you're worried about an appointment you have to go to next week or an interview. 
and you're nervous and your nerves, you know, bring out um, a bad energy, a bad aura. Negative thoughts, negative feelings does something with your energy. I believe that. It does something with the air that you, you bring. People respond to it and people, through my experience, have responded better or best with positive people. Po people that are just loving life, enjoying it, um, understanding that there is pain, there is suffering, but using that to motivate others and inspire others to be the best they can be. Use those negative thoughts, use those negative moments to do great things. I choose to do it through my creativity. I choose to do it through my storytelling, my writing, my directing. I choose to channel my negative energy through my drawings, which I will make videos about that. I'll show you guys, show off my uh, sketches, um, this newfound hobby um, that I've discovered uh, because of this pandemic. Choose ways in which you can channel that negative energy, or at least use it to inspire others that they're not alone and that they can be even better than what they are. Read, choose to read positive content. I prefer reading as opposed to viewing, but I'll throw it in there too. View positive content if you have to. Change the pathways in your brain. Choose to naturally think positive. Everyone does it, right? Everyone complains, everyone vents, everyone bitches about something that they are not happy with, something that they cannot, a person they cannot stand. We do it at work, we do it at school, we do it everywhere. I'm not saying I don't complain. In fact, sometimes I need to dial it back. However, I am saying that complaining does nothing for you. Complaining does nothing for me when I do it. It does not help. And we live in a world where with social media, we're complaining all the time. Social media, look at anyone's comments. It's always negative, it's always, you know, people attacking one another. Sorry, not always, but you get the picture. And it's become almost like a parody of itself. People just expect that. And when you complain, when you attack people, it makes you uh, the victim of your life. It makes you seem like you're not in control because a person in control of their life, a person who is strong, a person who is resilient, will rise above that. Will say, you know what? This isn't working out for me or that person really is bothering me. But you know what? I'm gonna make the most of it. I'm gonna make the best of it. I'm gonna use my talents, my skills, my intelligence to rise above that person, to not in a way that you wanna overcome them, but in a way where you wanna overcome the feelings of animosity, of pain, of suffering. You wanna be the best version of yourself. We need to stand up for what we feel is right. We need to stand up for what is best for ourselves. I used to always complain about where I was in life, in terms of my situation, my career. Sometimes I would even think about other filmmakers and with how they're progressing in certain areas. And I realized it does nothing for me. It didn't make me more talented. It didn't make me more skillful. It didn't help with my portfolio or expand it. I didn't make new connections that way. It was a mess. But when I chose to sit myself down and say, how can I learn the craft of filmmaking? How can I better myself in this industry? That is when I was enlightened. I went on YouTube, I went to seminars, webinars, podcasts, I would learn, I would take master classes, and I would just learn the craft. I would learn through my heroes, Tarantino, Scorsese. I would learn through fellow filmmakers what it is, what it takes to be really good in that field. Instead of continuing to complain and wasting all those years, 
I was able to focus and it brought me to where I am now. Thank you again for joining me on another Corner Talks. I really hope these lessons from the power of now have helped you realize the present moment is all that we have and the past and the future do not exist. Let us all not be stressed about the past. Let us all not be anxious about the future and let us just focus on what we have now. Our health, our family, our career, any other prospects you have in your life, be in the moment, be in the now. If you agree or disagree about the lessons from this book, please be sure to leave your comments down below. I always love seeing people's thoughts. And if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon. Take care.